The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, and I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear a brilliant marketer talk through the strategy, framework, and tactics used to elevate their brands to new heights. Ready to hear untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the Rebrand Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harky Group, Scott Harkey. All right, it's that time. Rebrand Podcast about to start. I've got a fun guest coming up, someone I've known a long time. She's worked with our agencies almost a decade. I'll never forget recruiting Amy to come from uh, the East Coast to the West Coast, which some would say is the best coast, but maybe other people would disagree. But anyway, I'm super excited. As you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who build them. I'm your host and founder, Scott Harkey of the Harkey Group. And today we're going to hear about the dynamic story behind the launch of the Virgin Hotels in Las Vegas. It was a revitalizing effort, a strategic effort that brought the brand unique offerings to the vibrant city. Joining us is Amy Colburn, who is the EVP of Insights and Brand Strategy at the Harkey Group, which we are a full-service brand agency representing some of the most admired brands in the world. And Amy has such a talent for hospitality, casino, entertainment brands. And man, she's an amazing strategist. Has worked for us and with us for a long, long time. Her and I do a lot of stuff together. And I couldn't believe I hadn't had her on the podcast yet. So I wanted to get her on talking all things Virgin. I mean, Amy was part of the Virgin launch coming to the U.S. from the U.K. And also part of the Virgin launch at the uh, hotel and casino in Las Vegas. And uh, we're getting ready to come up on F1 coming up, which I know a lot of people are excited about. Virgin's a major part of. It's going to be super rad with freaking Formula One race cars going through the city. But here and I, Amy, are going to discuss launching the Virgin Hotel specifically in Las Vegas. Here's my conversation with Amy Colburn, the EVP of Insights and Brand Strategy at the Harkey Group and OH Partners. What's going on, Amy? Hi, Scott. Thank you. Thanks for the introduction. Amy's such a strategy. She's like, okay, what are my bullet points? And I'm like, no, this is podcast time. We're just going to have a marketing conversation. But talk to us. Let's just get into it. Maybe your background quickly, Amy some agencies you've worked with and, and some brands you've worked with, how you got into this crazy business. I'd uh, love to hear a little bit about you to start. Sure. And thank you for that background. It kind of took me back remembering how I got here in the first place. And it was kind of a funny story because I actually volunteered for Scott in the agency before I came to work here. I was with Star Group Communications in Philadelphia. We had offices in South Jersey and also in Wilmington, Delaware. And the principal of my agency was connected to Scott through the four A's and they were pitching the Arizona lottery at the time. And so the principal of my agency was like, Hey, you know, you know a lot about the lottery. Yes. Delaware lottery was one of my first clients in 1997. So anyway, he's like, you know, help these guys out. They need help. They're pitching the Arizona lottery. So I was introduced. So I would go to, to work all day and then I would go home in the evening and volunteer and kind of help these guys with the pitch in the background that they needed to get familiarized with the lottery business and retail networks and all that sort of thing. So 
I love that story because there are very few people who volunteer their way into jobs. And if one time wasn't enough, I went ahead and did it the second time after learning that Scott had won, Scott and the team had won the Arizona lottery. I reached out to him and he wanted to tell me the story and all the gory details that went behind the pitch, which whenever you're pitching a client, especially a state account like that, very coveted, everybody in the state wants that business. There are always stories behind it. So I think we spent 45 minutes on the phone and then he asked me to volunteer to pitch another business, a a gaming enterprise here in um, Phoenix. Yeah. Incredible story. And and for the record, I did not steal Amy from the other agency. Just I, I would like to point that out so people don't think I'm an asshole. But yeah, I mean, you can tell people who love the business and that's who I tend to be attracted to in this business is people that you could tell just they love the art and science of this business. And that's Amy all day long. And yes, Amy helped us win a $55 million account, the largest account in Arizona. And we weren't a big agency at the time. And I didn't know a ton about gaming at the time. And now it seems like that's kind of a lot of our specialty is is gambling for sure. So it's fun to have Amy on and it's just been an incredible ride to have her at the agency. And I promise I didn't steal her. It it happened to work out well and we got to work together, but it definitely wasn't premeditated (laughs) too, just to clarify. I concur. Not a stealing situation. It happened organically. (laughs) So we win the lottery, we win this other gaming account. You come over, you've had, you know, multiple jobs at our agencies and we had the opportunity to, to pitch Virgin after the hotel launch that we were part of in the U.S. to Las Vegas. So, so tell us about that. Tell us about how you think about a brief and how you think strategically and then how the launch went with, with Virgin, which was pretty cool. Sure. So I feel like another funny story goes along with this one because part of our onboarding and getting immersed in the Virgin brand was going to London. So a lot of the Virgin businesses were pulled together in this brand summit at their corporate headquarters in London. And just a side note, this was right before COVID hit. So I I think two days after we got back from the brand summit, the world shut down. But anyway, we were invited to go out. We were representing at the time Virgin Hotels. We were working with the Virgin Hotels group to introduce the No, which is their loyalty program introducing that into the U.S. as the hotel brands were starting to expand in North America. So we were joined in London, part of the brand immersion, and really it was a great opportunity to kind of get everybody together. Virgin Atlantic was there and Virgin Money and the healthcare division and the the other brands were there. And we kind of had to share what our experience was, some campaigns that we had worked on. And then a lot of it was about visionary taking creative to the next level and that sort of thing. So I was there with two of my colleagues from Phoenix, and I think we were maybe like six out of 10 to present. And the funny part was, as I'm hearing all of these wonderful British accents up before I'm on stage thinking, great, I, I get to follow this act. So yes, I, I had to go up there with my East Coast accent following British accents, which as you know, everything sounds better with a British accent. But really, it was a really wonderful time just really getting to immerse ourselves and just kind of like a little bit of behind the scenes. You know, it can be kind of um, intimidating being the new kid on the block when it comes to a big global brand like Virgin. So I think I spent four days reading three of Branson's books and really going through the brand guidelines cover to cover at least 30 times. So 
just every word mattered to us, every detail, every nuance. We had to make sure that we understood the brand and not just from an outsider's perspective, but really kind of getting into the character of the brand, into the audiences and all of the nuances of what it stood for, because we were part of the the Virgin family and introducing that brand into the U.S. A couple of quick comments. Number one, I don't know if anyone follows on Twitter Adweek, but it's actually Ad W-E-A-K, Adweek. And the dude is hilarious. I, I saw a thing yesterday in the feed and it said, he has these things it's like breaking, which is like his like breaking like satire about agencies. And it was said, it said breaking. And Amy's seen some of these I've showed her before on flights to places and said breaking British uh, strategist gets up and does strategy work and sounds way better than anybody else. So yeah, anyone who's in strategy that's British automatically, unfortunately, just sounds smarter for whatever reason. It's such a global agency thing. I know some very global agency people out there cannot relate to that. But getting to Branson, anyone who has a chance that should see his Netflix documentary, of course, his books too are fantastic. But this Netflix documentary really talked about how he started this brand is truly amazing. I actually got to spend a little bit of time, not a ton with Branson when, when we opened the, the casino in, in Las Vegas. And he's such a interesting character, uh, but a, certainly a visionary. And he really embodies the brand. I mean, the brand is based off his personality of this, you know, go-getter, free spirit. And trying to capture that, I think, for you and our team, for Historic Hotel in, in Vegas, too, which was originally the Hard Rock how are you able to balance kind of his brand personality with the brand people know in the UK with the hotel brand that's certainly different than Las Vegas and the attributes of existing hard rock and locals that, that go to hard rock and tourists and travelers and gamers and gamblers that go to hard rock? Like, how are you able to dissect this? And ultimately, how were you able to launch the campaign that, you know, we're extremely biased, but pretty proud of the spot that came out? So, you know, maybe take people through kind of the, the brand process and ultimately the execution and, and the creative. I'm going to go a little off script here real quick because I want to talk about Richard Branson because he's such a great example of personal branding and personal branding has so much to do with corporate branding, especially when we're talking about a brand like Virgin. So Richard Branson, if you pay attention to him, one of the things that's really interesting is he always has this vibe about him and in, in his still photography and and in video too, like he doesn't stare directly at the camera. He's kind of always looking off into the distance and, and his hair is flowing and he has his shirt unbuttoned a button or two. And he just kind of always looks like he's living the dream and just came off the beach and that sort of thing. For Branson, you know, definitely his actions match his words. So this was kind of the whole spirit that we needed to embody when we were thinking about or when we were working on bringing the Virgin brand into the Las Vegas market. So as you can imagine, like two really big personalities right there, if you want to call Las Vegas a personality. So then we also, Scott mentioned the Hard Rock Hotel. So that was a very beloved brand in the Las Vegas market. That property is located off the strip. So you had a couple of things that you were working against here. First was working against replacing the iconic Hard Rock brand. It was really a favorite of locals in Las Vegas as much as it was a go-to for people coming out of town for entertainment and gaming and, and that sort of thing. And then you have the off-the-strip location, and then you're talking about introducing a brand and a property into the entertainment capital of the world. And as you know, there's no shortage of things to do in Las Vegas. So Strategy really had to come into play for us 
and the introduction of Virgin in this market. So one quote I really love is that we differentiate the creative process through strategy, not execution. Pretty much anybody can execute. It's the idea that goes into what ultimately becomes the execution is is really what matters. And it was really important that we didn't just introduce, you know, another gaming brand, another hospitality brand. We really had to lean into the spirit of Branson and Virgin, not just in the strategy, not just in the campaign or the messaging, but also in the media and message delivery. And we really had to come up with some things that were unique and attention getting because there's a lot going on in Las Vegas. So from an insights perspective, one of the first things that seemed really apparent, at least to me, was this notion that 80% of the people that visit Las Vegas have been to Las Vegas before. And that's really interesting because that to me is an opportunity. That means most of your guests are repeat visitors. And it's really important that we give them an opportunity to experience Vegas differently. And that was kind of where we saw kind of the secret ingredient that was going to go into our campaign and kind of make fun of and play into this idea of like everybody here converges on Las Vegas. And, you know, they almost like dress up in costumes and conform to this idea of Las Vegas. And we were really about like, hey, you know, come here and be yourself and do it differently and forget the velvet ropes. We're here to kind of like take Las Vegas in a different notion. And that really goes back to Richard Branson and and his personal brand and, you know, how he started things really were more innovative and and looking at things a little bit differently. So that was kind of the secret ingredient that led us to our campaign. The strategy for our campaign was really doing doing Vegas differently, not just from a brand perspective, but right down to the location and everything in between. So much I know goes into strategy that I think people forget. And and, and I love the process in, in, in taking, you know, the brand attributes and the, the competition and, and the consumer and, and finding commonality for a campaign platform. And I know you're, you know, that's a big part of your, you know, you're in our process at the agency, Amy. What do you think some things stood out to you in terms of competition in Vegas and maybe on the consumer side? And then how ultimately did you and the creative team come up with the brand platform? So a few things kind of stand out. First of all, we do really a really deep dive in terms of looking at the competition. And and we have this thing that we call the sea of sameness. So if you were to take screenshots of campaigns or websites or um, notions of other properties, other locations and different in, in a single environment and kind of see what that competition set looks like. And can they be visually or from a tonality standpoint differentiated? But for the most part, you're going to look at this, what we call a sea of sameness. Everything starts to kind of look the same. So we knew we had to look, feel, talk differently and that was really part of the strategy was not just telling, but really being. And if you look, it's a slight nuance, and you'll see that in a lot of the competition, a lot of the things in Las Vegas where they talk about or they tell you what to do or what to feel or how to behave. And we're there to to show you and to ask you and invite you. And it's slight, it's a nuance, but it's it's different. It's a different vibe. And it definitely is true to kind of back to the Virgin brand. It's just a different way of acting and, and brands act and take on personas and a life of their own. And that's what we do from a strategy perspective. There's one thing I really hate when it comes to entering into strategy, and that's when people 
bring their casual observations of what they think things are or should be. And strategy and marketing and branding really is scientific. You really have to kind of remove all of your biases and kind of go in with a fresh perspective as to who is the audience and what do they want? What are they missing? What are their pain points? What motivates them? And really look at that emotive part of how we can kind of strike a chord with them and and resonate with the audience. So I don't know, Scott, I went kind of on a long route there, but that's kind of the gist of- Ultimately, what was the campaign? Ultimately, the campaign was Us Unstoppable. So we kind of had this entourage, this caravan of like different types of people expressing themselves in different ways, kind of coming across the desert and breaking the velvet rope and entering onto the scene of Las Vegas like nothing you've ever seen before, because that's exactly- what we had to offer. So if you've been to Las Vegas before, this was Las Vegas done differently. Yeah. And I loved it. I mean, we had this double decker virgin branded bus, which is very British. And you had these characters that were coming to Vegas in their own way and their own personality, totally different. And at, at the time, and still today, Vegas is very much models in ads that look good and that are doing pretty ordinary things, you know, gambling and drinking and going to clubs. And and this certainly visually was so different. And ultimately, I know Virgin, the brand, they loved it. And, and ultimately, it was, it was very successful opening. And you hadn't seen a lot of successful openings in Vegas in a long time. Even Cosmo struggled. The new resorts world has has struggled. So it's a, it's an extremely competitive marketplace. And if you can be different and and have different products, then you can win. And and, and if you can't, then, then you're going to really struggle. I and mean, it's big investment to play in that market. Whereas other casinos and other hotels and, and other markets don't have the same competitive vibe as Vegas and in the most hotel rooms in the world. So yeah, it was a great campaign. Certainly, Amy, I really think bringing us back to keeping it true to Branson, but finding a way to be different in Las Vegas, especially to those repeat visitors and coming into Vegas and thinking about Vegas differently certainly was was great. So I, I encourage anybody to watch this spot. I wish we could show it. Of course, for agencies, we love we have to look at the beautiful spot we shot, you know, multi-million dollar ad in the middle of the desert, you know, 120 degree weather during COVID, all that fun stuff. But it may be any last words about the campaign. I know we're going to have you back on tomorrow. So I want to save some of your strategy insights for tomorrow, but maybe any last things to wrap up on Virgin. I just wanted to mention one thing since you mentioned the double decker bus, which was amazing. We purchased the double decker bus and kind of retrofitted it for gaming on the interior and that sort of thing. When you see the spot, you'll understand that more. But one of the things that's interesting and can easily be a pitfall to people who try to differentiate through execution, which we are not, is that you just can't throw British things into a spot or an ad and say, we understand Virgin. That's not how it works. And that's not what it's all about. And so the way that we were able to kind of embed the culture and the spirit of, yes, London is part of the DNA, but it's different and we served it up differently. And it's a lot of fun. The bus still lives at the Virgin property in Las Vegas and and it's been a lot of fun. People like to interact with it. It's a great photo op and that sort of thing. But it wasn't just as simple as, you know, let's just have British icons. We really used it strategically and embedded as part of the DNA. That's a great point. And yeah, just I love when it's not all about execution, but then when people think about different, I mean, the bus was not early, you know, really thought about, at least my understanding, it was, it was kind of an after, 
not an afterthought, but it, it kind of came up organically and, and it wasn't planned on being used at the property, which is still used to this day, this, this bus. People love that bus. It's kind of funny. But here's what we're going to do. I know we have we coming back and I want to get into maybe more strategy conversation, less, you know, campaign stuff, less, hey, we're a great agency and we did Virgin and we're so awesome. That's not what this podcast is about. It's about getting better in terms of branding and marketing and strategy. And so who better to have on than Amy? Thanks for coming on, Amy Colburn. She's our EVP Insights uh, Brand Strategy at the Harkey Group and OH Partners, our, our integrated agency in Vegas and Phoenix. And you guys know me, I, I hate to, you know, come across or to have anything that's salesy. Uh, so I did want Amy to come on because I, I thought this was such a cool campaign. And um, she is exactly what the show is about, um, which is getting better at our craft and strategy. So we're going to bring her back. Um, we're going to talk about rebranding Worldwide Jet tomorrow. Super interesting client in a very interesting segment and a client we actually still don't have to this day, which is kind of fun too. So but let's dive into it. And uh, if you can't wait till next episode, you want to learn more about Amy, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes as always. You can find her at ohpartners.com or theharkeygroup.com. Another link I want to tell you about, if you didn't want to or have a chance to take notes, who does? You're probably in the car or on a train or whatever you're doing. As you know, everything's at rebrandpod.com and we're looking for subscribers. If you know someone in marketing who wants to get better, this is a great opportunity for them to learn from, from professionals that are awesome, that are great at what they do. And that's what I'm trying to promote and, and do on the show. So hit that subscribe button. I think, you know, 7,000 plus subscribers, which really is our KPI, who, who believes in us enough to actually subscribe. That's kind of our big KPI. So thank you for those of you that do. I've seen a bunch of people recently, like big time, even CMO shared us on LinkedIn the other day, said, hey, marketing people, if you want a great podcast, listen to this. And that was, that was awesome. So thank you, John at AT&T. That, that was really cool. That tells us that we're going in the right direction. And of course, you can find me on social channels, just at Scott Harkey, pretty much anywhere, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn. Obviously, LinkedIn is probably the best. And that's all I got for today. But remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand. 